Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Very Yabai podcast. I am joined today with Crunchbite Daimyo. Hello, everybody. And Emu Lapis. Hi, everyone. How are you guys? Hello. And okay, so there's a few things that we're going to be talking about today. <clears throat> Let's see. What has everybody been up to this week? Um, I'll start, I guess. Uh, so this week has been really busy for me. Um, I've been building a lot of stuff on Minecraft for uh, a Lord of the Rings server called Artacraft. So I've been been doing that basically every single day. <laughs> um, so they have like this application process that I had to go through. Um, to build on the server because they have such a high uh like skill ceiling for builds build quality so i've been kind of on the server building stuff for them and finally got approved to build on the live server so i've been doing that um other than that let's see what else i've been doing pretty much just work work and some other streams yeah that was that was my week or last couple weeks i guess that sounds like a good time i i, I know that crunch is like very happy to like do the lore of the rings building and stuff <laughs> oh it's it's cool to like make all of like middle earth it's it's huge what was the scale again the scale is uh so the building scale is 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 realistic as you could get in minecraft but the scale of distances is like 148th or 150th or something like that the server is like tens of thousands of blocks um tall and wide so it's like massive. It takes eleven hours to walk from the Shire to Mordor. Oh my gosh, oh my it's God. it's so long. <laughs> my gosh. And uh, Emu, what have you been doing uh, this week? Mm, let me see. Nothing, nothing too crazy. I've been just uh, drawing, drawing a bit more. Uh, just trying to help out like friends and streaming and trying to make like new friends. Mm, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. I think, I think I'll. Yeah, I think I already mentioned I'll, I'll try out Power Wash soon, but nothing, nothing super new. Uh, I'm very interested in like Crunch's Minecraft stuff, so it sounds really cool. I was kind of thinking, <laughs> uh, if you do uh, the Power Wash uh, simulator, you can listen to like arcade music or something like in the background, maybe. Or I, I wonder mm. if there's like copyright free like arcade music. Oh yeah, oh, there's gotta there's, be a channel somewhere. Is. I think. Well, you'll I think. Oh, no, no. I was gonna say the, the the music games from like all the arcades and stuff. All the artists are fairly small, so I don't think you really get into like uh, DMCA issues on Twitch, which is nice. And a lot of them are on Spotify, actually. Oh, okay then. So maybe like no like claims outright or something like that then. Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoy Power Washing Sim, I I love that game by the way. It was so I don't know relaxing. But um, if you enjoy that, try lawn mowing sim. <laughs> <laughs> it's very satisfying to get get things clean get things like work done oh it is it's, it's like very trimming. satisfying i think it's like trimming the bushes in like minecraft or or an animal crossing right like making it all neat yeah yeah there's something about just making it like all nice and like clean and tidy i don't know it's satisfying oh <laughs> that's so cool I was trying to think of like some stuff that I've been doing like this week. Um, I, I played a lot of games. Uh, I played Lego's Builder's Journey and it was really cute. It was like a puzzle game. And uh, 
you have to get from one side to the next side and you have to try to like get to your parent and it was really cute wholesome uh i also played the shore which was like a lovecraftian like horror game um i think the ending wasn't really that great but i don't want to spoil it for anyone who does want to play it it was very much like walking simulator at the very beginning but then it got like a little bit more uh intense later on <laughs> um and then i also played oh oh uh donut county donut county <gasps> also uh there's a very interesting scene with the rabbits uh in the game so uh maybe maybe emu should play because you you get to vore everything you just you, they don't fuck? you, oh, okay. you suck up yeah yeah you, you, su you suck up everything and then and then the rabbits fuck and then oh. uh yeah and then they, oh, they populate I and then you suck them up again <laughs> Wait, what is this game? I will I'll look on it on Steam. It's hmm. I, I think it might be still on sale. It's called Donut County. Okay. And and it's it very short. It's a very short game. I played it in like three hours. It's <gasps> it's got uh Katamari uh vibes. <gasps> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. It's really cute. Very, very cute. I, oh. I feel like I've always started Katamari, but I never like finished the game because the tutorial makes me confused and like I just I'm just like I don't want to learn these controls and I never play it. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to like, um, I, I can't remember if some Katamari games had it, but it was like the, you have to do it in like a certain amount of time or something like that. I feel like time trials, like I get a little overwhelmed, <laughs> but, uh, but this one, it was just like, oh, uh, you get to vor, uh, suck up everyone and like, uh, these like holes basically. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I want to mm -hmm. try. Oh, it was, it was good. There, there's a pretty cute story that goes along with it too. Oh yeah. It, it, well, cute. It's kind of like silly and funny. Yeah. I, I like that game. That's a good game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I, I was having fun playing like a lot of games uh recently. And um oh I fi I finished up uh Night in the Woods. Night in the Woods, uh I, I thought it was actually gonna be a shorter game, but it turned out to be rather long. And the only thing is, I think overall, the aesthetic and the animals and the characters, like, they looked very nice and stuff. Um, I think the game was, like, pretty realistic when it came to uh, maybe people living their lives and, like, kind of, like, issues and stuff. But then the game went, well, there was a lot of supernatural aspects to the game, too. And I didn't know if it was going to tie into that. But, oh. yeah, it, I, I don't want to ruin the ending, but I was a little... Maybe not disappointed, but I was like, "Oh, I wanted more." I, I, I think the ending was a little rushed, but that, was, but that's, yeah. <laughs> oh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh. but but it was still good. It was still a good game. The characters were really cute, cute little animals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think it's cool. You can play so many like games and and like finish it and feel confident and stuff. I feel like I always think about playing games, but then I just draw or play gotcha games. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I feel like there's like, um, I guess when it comes to like indie games, if they're going to be shorter, it feels good to like finish them. I don't know if you, it, there's lots of like cute stories out there. Mm -hmm. mm. I, I have the same problem, Emu. I, I look at the games list and I'm like, I, I want to play something, but I don't know what to play. And then I just play the same games I usually play, like oh, Minecraft. That's true. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, I know, I know that Crunch does that actually. I think one of our like our streaming goals was to be like, Oh, I have like all these games on like Steam list. Time to play them. <laughs> mm, I I used to do this um, like a monthly poll of uh, like games that I haven't touched, and then I would have viewers 
uh, you know, vote, and then I'd play that game. But, like, I haven't done that in a while, and I should probably start doing it again. Give it a go. Mm-hmm. See, see, like, see, see what else is out there. I, I did play a couple weeks ago uh, getting over it, because that was one of my sub-goals uh, during my birthday stream. And, uh, yeah, never again. <laughs> I, I will never touch that game again. Oh, my God. Like, so, okay, so... I wanted to try it, but like, is it is this super mad? Do you do you rage eternally forever and ever I, playing that game? I never got too angry at it, um, but then again, I haven't. I didn't really like fall down too far. Usually, it was just frustrating because I I was trying to get over this one part for like a good hour, and I just I couldn't figure it out, and I was oh. just frustrated and done with it. But I could see if you were very high up and you fell like the entire way to the bottom, I, I would probably have raged and just shut the game off. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, I was trying to tell Crunch, I wanted to see how much further he can get from where I got. Um, I, I feel pretty proud. I feel like at the time, I, I got to like that Mandarin Orange kind of thing where like that table was right on the edge of that cliff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you got a bit further than I did. I wanted to see oh how God. far he got. <laughs> Another game that's kind of like getting over it is uh, Jump King. Jump King. Oh, yeah, I, I want to try. I've watched. It. I think that one is a bit more hardcore because it's like there's more. Uh, you have to like time things more. Mm-hmm. Like there's things where it's like moving and you have to like jump on it. But I think Jump King is even more crazy because the map is like bigger. So if you if you fall, like I've, I think when it was popular, I've watched the uh, Hollow Live played it, and man, there there'll be times where. They're like pretty close in the top and then they fall and they go back underground. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my I would God. just fucking like close the game. <laughs> One control thing, Z. It, from what I've seen, Jump King looks like it might, you might have more control over the character's movements than you do in um, getting over it. Getting over it, sometimes he just like spazzes a little bit and you just slip. Whereas in Jump King, like it's all up to you on, you know, timing when to when to jump and whatever so i think it might be a little bit better in terms of control like it's your fault if you fuck up whereas in getting over it it feels like it's the game's fighting against you oh i hate that Mm -hmm. oh i think the only thing that's like that's hard with jump king is that you don't know what's coming next you don't know like where to well i guess that's the whole point right you don't know where to jump up Mm -hmm. yeah but uh yeah, so many people have been playing it though. It lo- it looks fun, but also uh very frustrating combination. Uh what else have we been doing the last couple of weeks? We've been building some Gundam model kits. Oh, um, yeah. building building stuff like that. It's they're so fun. It's it is really relaxing to actually like put together a Gundam and then like see it like come all together. Mm-hmm. I like seeing like the mechanics of like underneath because we've been putting together rg and mg kits so you get to see like the frame of it come together and it's kind of cool to see mm-hmm. mm. Ooh. the thing that I... was kind of oh oh, sorry you go first oh no oh sorry well i was just gonna say um i've never really got into like th- those gundam stuff i remember in high school i had like a friend who would build like model kits together and like sell them but every day he like comes into class and he has like more cuts on his hands i'm like hmm are you are you okay I guess he uses like the X-Acto knife and stuff. Like, oh. That's all I remember. Hmm. I guess it depends on like the tools and everything, right? Um, 
we have like these like little clipper things. I think some people, yeah, they use exacto knives and there's like files and all this like stuff. Um, I know for like people get really intense with Gundam building too. Uh, people do like the airbrushing. Like, I, mm. I, I thought that like that was like what you were supposed to do with the higher like grade model stuff, but I guess you don't have to. You don't. You don't have to, but it makes it look prettier. There's like stencils too, right? Like stickers and stuff you yeah. can put on Gundams. Yeah, there there's stickers, uh, and then sometimes there's also um, like water transfers. So you Whoa. know, like those uh, uh, temporary tattoos, like kind of like that. And uh, apparently, Whoa. those are a pain in the ass. <laughs> and I'm glad <laughs> that we don't have to do those. People also do um, like they score uh, little panels and stuff onto the plastic using like knives and scrapers and stuff. That that's hardcore. I I kind of want to try doing that though. Ooh. Oh, that'd be cool to try. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. So you like you sculpt these little like panel doors and stuff into the plastic, and then use um like a black marker or whatever to highlight it. Yeah, it makes it oh. look uh gives it more like depth. I think. Oh mm. my god, you guys! You guys go so hardcore. I'm I'm assuming like different kits have like different ways to apply like graphics and stuff right like there's like different methods or um i think mm. they switched mainly over to stickers now because nobody liked those water transfer thingies oh i can imagine oh. that they would yeah. be such a pain yeah uh yeah but uh yeah there's for anybody that doesn't know there's uh like different quality of of kits and they're in different scales as well so mm. there's hg is like the beginner beginner kit they're like 25 35 dollars us um depending Ooh. on on what it is and how complex it is so that's like the beginner's kits there's rgs which are uh newer and they're kind of like a beginner plus kit they're a little bit more detailed and a little bit more parts and stuff then there's Ooh. mg which is like the intermediate kit uh and they're a little bit bigger than the HGs and the RGs. And then there's um perfect grade P uh PGs, which are like the super detailed big boy kits. And those are the ones that people do all the detailing to usually. Yeah. Oh oh gosh. It makes me think back to like a few years ago, like uh Crunch myself and a few other uh friends at the time, we surprised one friend who loves building Gundams and he's super into Gundams. And uh, which one did we get him? Was it a perfect grade or? It was a perfect grade and I can't remember which one it was, but it was like, it was a big box. I just remember it being like massive, like the size of like a coffee table almost. <laughs> and then, and then he Whoa. cried and then he cried and we were like, ha ha, yeah, you got a perfect grade now. <laughs> it was like $350. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It had like LEDs to like light stuff up and you had to like solder them in what <laughs> oh my god like wait so it's like intense. a christmas it's like a christmas tree size gundam or something it's i think there i think that one would have been like about a foot tall when it's like built oh my damn that's still a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> oh that's gosh cool. i can just imagine because well i know the one that uh crunch was doing a while ago you had to like cut like these little cables to make it look like uh the cables are going like in the the legs of the gundam and stuff and mm -hmm. it's like whoa they had this like mesh piping that you had to cut with like an exacto knife and oh. like thread through the legs 
so that it looked like there was like hydraulic cables and stuff going everywhere. It was a pain in the butt, but it looks really cool. <laughs> but it looks good, and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my god! See, see, if I made that Gundam kit and if I saw that part, I would just skip it. I'm like, this doesn't matter. I'll just, I just need to build the whole thing first. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was kind of funny, too, because um, there was like a little Gilgamesh uh, hit that Crunch got me, too. Uh, it's like a little Gilgamesh from Fake Grand Order, um, and he's he's looking like all cool and tough and all Gilgamesh-like, and oh, he had so many stickers. Like, he was very easy to put together and stuff. Uh, <laughs> my hands were just shaking putting the stickers on him, but I think he, he turned out pretty good overall. Um, uh, I, I wanted to do something simple because it was so it was so long ago since we put together Gundam. So I was thinking, okay, I'm going to start with Gilgamesh and then like I'm going to work work my way back up. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've really built anything. In, yeah, I don't really build anything in my life. I feel like um, the closest thing is probably like puzzles because that involves building. But I don't even like do that much puzzles. So it's like. When people have, like, the time and motivation to, like, you know, put something together that's, like, not already put together, I think it's very cool. It's a good hobby. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Gundams, mm. though. Oh, yeah, did, yes. Did anybody hear that they're building another one-to-one -one scale Gundam in Japan? I think that's amazing. Um, my gosh. Like, the one at, like, Diver City Mall, like, that, oh, that one's so cool. It, it like, lights up at night and stuff. Oh. <gasps> I think Whoa. it's the it's either the third or the fourth like one to one scale Gundam that they're they're building now because there's there's one at um in Odaiba in Diver, Diver City Mall there's the mm -hmm. one that like most people go to and then they moved one to or they built a new one in Yokohama the one that like can move and stuff the one that like oh. comes out of a hangar and like moves and like there's all this like fog and smoke machine stuff and oh that's so cool and yeah and then there's that one and then this one is going to be in fukuoka which is in southern japan and uh it's going to be an rx 93 which is from char's counterattack from 1988 so any classic gundam fans that's that's where you need to go fukuoka oh okay so Wait, where were the locations again? So it was Diver City. And Diver then... City, which is in Tokyo. Yeah. Yep. And then Yokohama, which is just south of Tokyo. You could probably visit both of those if you're in Tokyo. It would be like a day, like a day trip kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Fukuoka, which is in southern Japan. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. You know what would be really be awesome if you can like go in them like as well and like pilot. Well, not not pilot them, but I guess like. Mm, I guess it would be like a tourist kind of like thing to actually go inside and do something like that. I thought that you can go inside the one in Yokohama, but I'm not entirely sure. Mm. But that would be really freaking awesome if you could go inside like the pilot seat and then <gasps> they could run it. Oh my god, that'd be so cool. That's that's too hardcore, bro. No, it's that's not. A, that's a lot of. Oh, okay. I could believe. Mm. I'll believe. Oh, that's oh, what. Okay. That's oh. what I want. That'd be so cool. I think like. Like, if, is there anything where you can, like, go inside Gundam and just see how, like, how it is, like, in the pilot seat? I think that would be so cool. There, yeah. There's a couple arcade games that are kind of similar to that, where you could go into, like, like a cockpit type thing and then play, like, oh, a Gundam game true. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. there's actually, like, those, like, big ones and, like, those medium-sized ones, like, 
it's kind of intense. Like I, I, I would have no idea what to do. <laughs> I think there was an Ava pod one too, if you wanted to do that. And I think <gasps> oh, those are really? in Diver City. I think there's an arcade in Diver City where it's like a VR based arcade. So it's like all um, you go inside like cockpits or like um like different like VR things, and it like feels like you're in the you know the pilot seat or whatever. I feel like it's uh it's kind of hard to say like I guess what locations you can like do stuff like that in because like there's always pop up cafes and stuff in Japan, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I think the Gundam um cafe closed though, didn't it? Uh, there was one in Akihabara, but I I don't know if I don't it closed know. though. Yeah. Oh, I know the AKB one closed. Yeah, there was an AKB one that was like actually like which was right beside yeah, it. it. Was I don't right know. beside it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the Gundam one's still there. I don't know. We'll have to look that up after. Yeah. Ooh. Oh gosh. I feel like uh kind of a missed opportunity. I I wanted to go into Diver City. Um I guess they would have like lots of like Gundams and stuff there, but the thing is mm -hmm. though like you could always um order things into North America though, but yeah, you can yeah. get Gundam kits at most hobby shops here, so it's not like that big of a deal, but there is like a Gundam museum in Diver City. Mm -hmm. Um and they sell like every single kit that you could imagine there and uh, i think they even have a spot um like where it's just tables where you could uh, assemble your gundam oh that'd be so cool just to like be in a cafe for a while just be like yeah two or three hours i'll go i'll go build my gundam mm -hmm. <laughs> and then do do something else that's optimistic of you to finish a gundam in two or three hours oh, oh no 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 i don't know i don't know how long uh <laughs> I, I don't know how long they would they would let people stay i guess <laughs> I guess that would be like a whole day thing, like a day trip out of it. I wonder if you could pick up those new Gundam shoes at that museum or store. Ooh, the Gundam shoes. Uh, I, I think they look really cool. Like, okay, they're like high heels. Like, they, they look high. They... <laughs> I think, I think there tall. might be multiple different Gundam shoes coming out. Because the ones that you... Uh, linked me on twitter earlier tane were like they were like pumps like they, they lifted you right mm -hmm. uh they had like the really cool the nike ones that i'm currently looking on at side. are just they're just normal sneaker like sneakers they're like yeah they're like high i don't know they're just like sneakers so i don't know if there's like two different sets of gundam shoes going around or or what but um yeah, these Nike sneakers look sick. Uh, oh. I'm going to link them on the Twitter account after. Ooh, oh. nice, nice, nice. I want to mm -hmm. see. <laughs> I was thinking too, like, it's kind of neat how they, they have, like, the designs on the side. But the only thing is, like, when looking at those shoes, I would say those are, like, photo shoot shoes. Like, I don't think you can, like, I don't know, wear them out in most places in public. <gasps> I don't know. Oh. It's okay, like you, so, you wear them to show off, right? They're probably not mm -hmm. good to, like, run in. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. You wear them for, for one day at a convention just to show off. And then you <laughs> never wear them again. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay, other than a convention, where would you wear them, though? Like, hmm. Because I, I just think of, like, most places in, like, the city or other places. It, it would just be, like, dirty and it would, it would just make them filthy. Filthy after. after ugh. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I feel like people who buy these shoes do them to collect them more than to wear them out, so. Uh, 
Yeah, that would yeah. be true. They might wear them out once somewhere and then clean them and then never touch them again, you know? <laughs> probably. They'll probably just take photos in the house of it or something. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my uh my shoe selfies and then and then that's it. Yes. Never never yeah. again. <laughs> uh hmm. I guess you can display them uh next to your Gundams, your Gundam kits. <laughs> Oh, jeez. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't I mean, even see how much they cost. How much did they cost? Oh, no. I didn't see the cost of them either. Uh, mm, how much would you say that they would cost? Um, um, well, they're not even that expensive. They're only 120 bucks. Oh, God. Are they? Yeah. Oh. For the ones that I was seeing on Twitter with, like, the, the cool designs on the sides and stuff, I was thinking... uh probably two or three hundred but those must be different shoes i, th I think they mm. might have put out like two series of shoes at the same time because those other oh. ones do look a little bit more flash like they've got like way more crap on them than the ones i'm looking at so yeah. i'm gonna see if i could find both versions and then link them on the twitter <laughs> but the ones i'm looking mm. at 120 bucks uh comment down below where you would wear the gundam shoes <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my goodness but uh yeah you can be the coolest weeaboo ever <laughs> has has an anime ever made you buy anything by the way or like gotten yeah. you into a into a hobby because like i watched gundam wing when i was a kid and that's why i wanted to build gundam kits has has an an or like some people got into like weightlifting after watching um uh how many kilos can you lift or whatever oh dumbbells dumbbell yeah. yeah 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 the dumbbell anime um it was really interesting with the dumbbell anime because they actually had like workout routines at the very end mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah i like the dumbbell anime it was I, good i remember watching or uh looking at this like thread um some like chubby otaku uh actually started doing the workouts and like got like super ripped and he's like all chad now he did it, <laughs> oh, he did it. good job good job Yay. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of like something that anime has made me buy because I mean, uh, merchandise, figurines, but like a hobby though. That's a good question. Or like a big purchase. Has that, has anything influenced you, uh, Emu? Have you made like a really big purchase just because of an anime? Mm. Oh, oh my God. I'm trying to think. I'm too boomer. <laughs> probably i feel like i feel like getting into anime definitely made me buy like more anime merchandise in general um i don't i feel like i don't really really remember like on the top of my head but it's like definitely i guess getting into anime has made me spend more more leisure money i guess i don't know mm. <laughs> mm. that's i'll have sure. to think about my hobby because uh, uh mm. I, I hate to admit it because it's kind of cringe but um, we bought our motorcycles because of Bakun. Oh God, Crunch, that's true. Oh, oh my God, no, you you, <laughs> oh, you exposed us. Oh no. <laughs> and Eurocamp makes us really want to go camping. Like it looks oh. so comfy and yeah. Um, <laughs> speaking of Eurocamp, um, apparently, uh, they're renting out kits of camping equipment in japan based on the kits of the characters in the show 
oh my god that's actually like really smart like they could even like give them ingredients and be like uh if you want this type of food you can uh cook it as well or something this is the food that they made yeah oh my god the the wee boners i know right don't don't want the regular camping set need the yuru camp one right so (laughs) so if yuru camp got you into camping or, or makes you want to camp they they rent out the sets of equipment <laughs> i think it's really That's interesting cool. too because it's just um oh man like it's so yeah it's just so comfy and uh the just the atmosphere and the anime is definitely a comfort anime uh there was like a specific word for it at one point uh uh i i can't remember what it was but it was like yeah it was like comfy show or it's like those shows that like nothing happens slice uh, of life that? not necessarily slice of life but shows that just like don't really have conflict mm, well i guess it, it was like a it was like a subgenre of slice of life like no worries mm. um i'm thinking about like is the order a rabbit like I, that's like another show that it's just like there's just no conflict not really mm. anyway <laughs> but yeah so oh, uh, one okay one thing i would get into if keijo was real i would i would get buffed and ripped and I'll use my tits and ass to fight girls on the water. I'll do that. I mean, oh, you know what? We should get like a VTuber Keijo tournament with like <gasps> booba and butts. Booba and butts. Oh, that'd and be then... so cool. <laughs> and I'd watch. Yes. <laughs> oh, There'll be oh, a yeah. VR Keijo tournament, right? There we mm. go. Um, Everyone who is in VR chat, that's what you guys need to organize. Um, Keijo tournaments. Yes. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> mm, I'm trying to think of like other anime, like like hobby wise. Though, oh, you know what? Okay, this is gonna sound a little bit. Um, mm. it was new game, but also um recreators that kind of got me back into drawing. I think it was around like the 2018 kind of like area. It was like 2017, 2018. I feel like recreators, like it. I don't think it got too much attention, but. It was really interesting as a series. Uh, basically, what they would do is like any anyone who had like an anime or manga or something like the characters were coming to life, like like in the anime though. So they were like, "Oh, we have to like see how we can get them back into like their own series." <laughs> it was, I think it, I watched yeah. like two episodes, but I heard a lot of good stuff. Like it's something a very interesting plot. Like, the anime, good. yeah, the anime was really interesting. It was uh, also talking about like kind of like fan made stuff too so like the fans had to influence like the characters in a way too um i don't want to give away the ending but it was also talking about like fan art and like stuff like that like uh or like how people perceive certain characters and stuff like that so kind of giving the characters like their own personality but how the fans saw them (laughs) Mm. i feel like recreators was slept on as an anime it was really good though um it was that in a new new game the the very very Moe game developer girls. Uh, it got me back into drawing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hif- Hif- Hifumi is a cute character. <laughs> Hifumi is best girl. Yeah. Um, you know what? I wonder how many people got into um, animation because of Shirobako, like into the anime industry. Oh, that was a good one too. Oh. Uh, it showed the whole process, like from start to finish, how they would make an anime. It was depressing when they revealed how much animators make, though, when they first start. Oh, like making like thirteen thousand dollars a year. I like, think what, what did they say? It was like per paper. It was like two to three dollars or something. Like yeah. something like it that. It was like a couple dollars per page of animation. 
Yeah. And depending how much skill you have and who you're working under and like all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think that's one of the reasons that it kind of changed is because so many people didn't know how underpaid um, like the lower end employees were. So I, th- I think that kind of made uh, um, made people backlash a little bit against the anime industry a bit. Because like anime does make money. Like the anime itself might not make money, but like all the merchandising and stuff makes them bank. I, it's oh, yeah. like the Blu-rays, the Blu-rays, and like the merchandise help a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Like especially like yeah, figurines. Uh, yeah, you mentioned Blu-rays. Um, actually, funny thing, wasn't there like a thing where uh Japanese fans were actually buying North America like Blu-rays, North American Blu-rays because it was because uh, they're cheaper. cheaper. Yeah, yeah, they're cheaper, it's- and it has both Japanese and English on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what's another thing? Uh, another anime that got people into uh, a hobby. Think mm-hmm. about all those like car geeks that got into cars just because of Initial D. Oh, there's like an entire like generation of, um, like Itasha Otaku that just are in there because of Initial D. Oh, that's oh, wait, so true. Wait, I know, I know what I got into. I bought Yu-Gi-Oh cards after watching Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, <laughs> now I remember. There we go. TCGs are a hobby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fun. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. I was very much against Card Fight Vanguard as an anime, like, but then I realized the card game was really fun and the anime was actually very accurate to the card game. And then, oh, uh, I don't know what it was. I think the character designs didn't really. Uh, it was really boring. The main character is so boring looking to me. Oh, uh, he's, oh, uh, he's just, uh he's just so cute. But, yeah, he, he just wants to do his best and he wants to impress uh, uh, Kaikun, Kaikun, his senpai. Yeah, they're gay. They fuck. <laughs> All yeah. card game boys are gay. That's FYI. true. There, there you go. All, the, they're, they're just all gay. The, the years of my Fujoshi training, I can detect who's gay looking at the cover of an anime. I know who fucks behind those scenes. Mm. Especially when it's like you have like your rival and they're just like, they can only, oh. they can only think about their rival. They're just like, <gasps> yes, I have to either impress them or I have to beat them. And that's like my only goal. Beat them with their cock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's always a girl around, but they like never care about her. <laughs> She's there to to make it seem like they're straight, you know. Yeah. She's just fill it's it. their cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also the girls are like, uh, it's the excuse to make like girly type of cards too, right? Mm-hmm. So, oh, actually, kind of funny thing about Card Fight Vanguard. Um, I think it was like the mermaids, like the idol mermaids, got like their own anime. Because they're just so moe. Did they actually get oh, a spinoff? It, I believe so. Because I remember there was like, uh, they were promoting it on like those uh, trucks in Akihabara. Oh, you know, no. like the, Yeah, yeah, was, the yeah. advertisement trucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, uh, TCGs. Mm. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. Let me see. So um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! And like Magic is probably like the biggest games in USA maybe. Um, I've actually attended, attended like some tournaments, and in California, it's it's really big. There's a lot of people, like from my past experiences, there's a lot of people that go to, uh, California tournaments. So there's there's like regionals and like national tournaments, right? So California regionals are like as big as other state nationals. So it's like if you travel to like a different, like state, you'll have less people to fight. So there's more chance of you like topping and stuff. Mm. But yeah, it's very oh. competitive. I am pussy. I don't want to fight against those sweaty boys because the the TCG they every time you know when you fight 
there's like effects of the cards the order of like when you proc them and stuff is like it, it affects the game and sometimes they, they get really like scary and stuff i don't want to like, oh i i, I, I understand <laughs> i understand completely what you mean there's like a play order of like when you can like yeah. set things down not and only, then you, yeah not only that like the especially in magic there's so many uh like sub ruling of like what procs first because like there are different cards that have like different speeds basically and like even though one card should be played first because of like some stupid ruling in the past it's like no the other card actually gets played first or like oh my god it gets so complicated well that, well that's the thing because yeah. i think the one thing well there's a few things i remember about magic but like certain creatures have like haste and like stuff like that right mm -hmm. so they can like they can have first go for some things and uh yeah mm -hmm. lots of mem lots of memorizing for like when you can play certain things at certain times mm -hmm. and then it's like yeah. oh if if this person played this card first and then this card second um it means that your spell card didn't work or like some stupid shit like that and it's like oh my god no thank you <laughs> magic is so sweaty yeah i, I think, think card uh... games are oh actually what's funny is um Yu-Gi-Oh got so sweaty that like in japan they made like a new anime series and i think it's like they're doing like a dual dueling for kids because like the actual Yu-Gi-Oh rulings is just too too brain fucked. <laughs> I can, I can see that because I yeah. I uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's ban list. I I always hear there's always like new things being added to their ban list all the time through like friends of friends and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I think that was the thing that kind of like made me like Hard Fight Vanguard, and I tried Buddy Fight for a little bit too. Um, because it's like oh play this thing or like you you draw you do this. You play this thing and then it's like okay and turn or yeah that kind of stuff <laughs> mm. so it's like you don't have to think about <laughs> you don't have to think about too much stuff but i understand that like there's a lot of people that like memorizing all that stuff that they want to like try to you know mm. outplay someone or outsmart someone with uh the order of that kind of stuff too <laughs> yeah. oh god it sounds so nerdy when you're like talking about it but like um <laughs> even in Yu-Gi-Oh, the the way how the paragraph writes determines like the effect too like sometimes mm -hmm. like two types of text could sound the same but because the way how they word like a certain thing it's like two different things it's it's really weird and mm -hmm. <laughs> i and i know and blah, blah, blah. i know that there's a um yeah there's some rulings it's like if it's written in this way it it acts first and yeah. then if it's written in this way it acts second like it's so yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I can't even deal with card games anymore i tried to get back into them a while ago and i'm too smooth brain i think to learn all the rules <laughs> <laughs> i well, feel I guess, it too yeah. yeah it's 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 hard to keep up with everything well and i guess like kind of similar to like gotcha in a way too you always have to keep up with the new uh cards like what are they releasing yeah new um, metas yeah new metas like trying to keep up with all that and then Oh, there's a rule change for maybe this thing, or and yeah. then it's like, well, if you're not spending eight hundred dollars to make the best deck, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I mm -hmm. guess maybe that's one of the things that's a little bit more attractive when it comes to gotcha games because you just put money into your waifus. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe. <laughs> well, uh. I think the one thing that made me like sad also is like, you know, those cards they cost a lot. What if like water touches it and then you're just fucked? Like the it's the so phone. True. Like the water can touch the phone, but but my wife should be safe mm. <laughs> until the server goes down. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. No. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. 
I was thinking about that too, because yeah, you gotta protect your uh gotta protect your cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's another reason that like you can get like all your waifu uh sleep protectors and all that stuff too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, waifu sleep protectors. Those yeah. those cost a lot. Like I like for me I don't really care about um like pretty prettier sleeves, but those anime ones they cost like twenty to like forty, sixty. Those really pretty oh, yeah. anime sleeves, yeah. Here's a little <gasps> bit of a secret. They cost like six hundred yen in Japan, yeah. and people bring yeah, them I've over and resell them for like three times the price. Oh, there yeah, you my go. Does that? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I guess it goes back to our like. Well, I guess our topic before about what was it scalper kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Or I guess like reselling things or resellers. Yeah. Oh, that's mm -hmm. the thing with the Dogen, uh that you could buy in like North America if at conventions and stuff. They're usually marked up like four times the price. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So you have to really think if you really want something. Yeah, you um, you shouldn't be paying like fifteen dollars for a book, man. That book costs like three bucks in Japan. <laughs> It's anywhere between like what? It's like sometimes even two. It's like two hundred uh, yeah. yen to like six hundred yen, usually 800, maybe eight hundred yeah. if it's like maybe, a really good one. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe like ten dollars if it's like a nice art book, or maybe fifteen dollars if it's really really pretty or twenty. But yeah, I haven't seen a twenty dollar Dojin. Mm, I guess it would be like compilation. Yeah, I bought like tankabons. Really, like, yeah. Compilation things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh scalpers scalpers and resellers man it's i think i like understand ish because um like for like um i have friends that do like convention business honestly if you if people have like enough money to just travel to japan buy stuff and resell at cons like it's a it's a pretty good business oh no those weaves man. oh yeah. yeah yeah like it's totally <laughs> legit it's just like it just feels bad sometimes knowing that it's so much cheaper somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just say that we have also, yeah, you know, um, purchased like things here that we were like, oh, it was actually really cheap in Japan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like the, um, you know, those like fan boxes of snacks. Yeah, like you could buy like, oh, it's like forty dollars or fifty dollars a month or whatever for this box of snacks. That box of snacks probably costs like ten dollars. Oh yeah, you know. It's it's like the same thing. Mm -hmm. I hear that with like those snack boxes, like some of them are pretty whatever, but some of them seem kind of appealing because they reach out to like family owned businesses, like confectionery shops and stuff. And mm -hmm. I'm kind of interested in trying those ones. It seems like the quality is better, but if it's a yeah. if it's one of those snack boxes, that's like like it, they're buying like locally produced snacks and stuff and mm -hmm. not like what are those things called haribo no umaibos umaibos yeah oh, haribo's like the, the gummy bear those um, are so good umaibos haribo are good. or umaibo umaibos are so cheap though they're like addicting 30 cents each though oh we called them like garbage sticks because yeah, they're garbage <laughs> sticks <laughs> they're, they're, well, they're big cheetos they are yeah. just big Cheetos. Yeah. You could just buy so many of them. I think I remember uh, we bought like a whole huge pack of them and we just shared them the whole trip. We bought, okay, it was like a big pack of like 20 of them and they were like the extra long ones. So they were like a foot long each. And I think we spent 20, uh, not 20, uh, $2, 2 or $3 on that like big pack of them. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't finish them all, I don't think either. Yeah, they're garbage sticks. You could have one, but like after that, it's just ugh. Um, maybe it was just the flavor we bought. 
Maybe. Also, I know that there's like some other boxes too. Like, uh, there was one that I was looking into. It was like a sake box. I can't remember the name though, but it had like sake from just different breweries and uh, places across Japan, like little tiny cute bottles and yeah. <laughs> so even like drinks as well. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what they should put in one of those boxes? Mm. Those those mm. new uh, cup noodle sodas. Oh. Ooh. I'm really curious. Weird. Oh. <laughs> Could you okay. imagine? Could you imagine drinking like curry cup noodle soda? Like fizzy okay. soda? Well, oh. curry. I I'll, I'm willing to drink for curry. I don't know about barbecue though. I wouldn't drink like barbecue soda. Or like the sea the seafood like think about the broth carbonated <laughs> and cold. <laughs> Oh gosh, I, that's the thing I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine. Like, how would that taste? Um, probably give it a go once just to say that you tasted it. Just be like, yeah, I, I, I did that thing. <laughs> but what kind of flavors were there again? Okay, yeah, I think Emu said there was a curry one. Okay, so there's there's like original cup noodle flavor, which mm -hmm. I don't I don't even know what flavor it's supposed to be. Miso, I guess. Um, <laughs> there's seafood. There's chili tomato, and then there's curry. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine what it would taste like. I, I want one now, just to try, but... Yeah, but like, not to actually consume in large doses. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I wonder if there's like a food box program where they just have like the really weird flavors. Oh, oh right. I feel it's like, like you know instead really of well. pocky, it's just like cum flavored stuff. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, wait. But that's the thing. Um, Emu. That wait. Okay. There's actually like a sushi that's uh uh one of like the sushi conveyor belt places. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the name of Sushi Row. There's Sushi Row, and there's like another one. It has whale cum on one of the sushi things. Oh yeah, yeah. You oh. can get actually whale cum at one of the things. I wonder, I don't know if they still offer it, but I remember watching a YouTube video that they were like, yeah, you can taste whale cum. And it's like, what? Whoa, I'm a Google. Oh, yeah. No, no, no color. You know, I would, I would try it and then I'll gotcha right afterwards. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah speaking because, speaking yeah, of Umaibos, speaking of Umaibos right after, uh, mm -hmm. I, I just mm -hmm. found out that uh, they partnered with Cup Noodles to make Cup Noodle Umaibos. Oh my god. Those actually do sound pretty good. I would eat those. I mean, I can see the flavor being good, but like... Cheese um, curry. Cheese curry flavored umaibo. <gasps> like, that actually okay, might yeah. be pretty good. Oh my god. Okay, okay, that should be good then. Because, like, I know lots of people even put, like, uh, processed cheese in their ramen and uh, stuff like that. Tonkatsu. Um, oh. Umaibo. Uh, oh. What else do they got? They've got miso with garlic and ginger umaibo. What? Oh. There's so many. I know. Those actually do sound better than what we had. I think we had like an onion um, uh, umaibo and it was kind of gross. <laughs> I think I I actually have um I think the umaibo one I buy is like purple, but it's like the flavor of like meat or like barbecue and it's, that one's pretty good. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. I mean barbecue everything like just works. What barbecue. what is What is up with cup noodle? Like they're releasing so much shit recently. Like there's also they combined like different flavors into like their cup their normal cup noodles so like you could get a curry seafood uh cup noodle now oh 
Okay, that yeah. sounds cool. Oh, talking about all that cup noodle stuff, like it, it makes me want to go to uh, the cup noodle. Uh, it's like museum or was it mm. like because you get to you get to make your own. Yeah. Yeah. You get oh. to make your own uh, cup noodle and uh, it's in Yokohama. That's which what is... I was. Yeah. I, I wanted to say Yokohama, but I wasn't 100 percent on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in Yokohama. So when you go visit that Gundam, you could also go to the, to the cup mu uh, noodle museum and make your own cup noodles. You can put like all the stuff in it or make like a you can make a tasty one probably i don't know i guess it, it's completely up Just to you every single flavor <laughs> <laughs> and the, they seal it up they seal it up for you and like put the saran wrap stuff and everything what? Mm -hmm. yeah i want to yeah. go that sounds so cool <laughs> and they have like a history of like ramen and stuff it's like a ramen museum but it's like run by the cup noodle company i think oh that also makes me think of like going to i think it's in ikabukuro uh there's the Kit Kat factory. Like, oh yeah, yeah. So many flavors of Kit Kats. Didn't didn't they have a um, uh, not only did they have like the Kit Kat museum in the um in Ikebukuro, but didn't they have um like this place where you could go in and like make your own custom like Kit Kats and like different chocolate and learn like how to make them? I think you might be able to. I can't remember a hundred percent. I'm gonna have if, to find yeah. that info. <laughs> But I know that um, I think it was graduation time in Japan. People give a Kit Kats because I think there was there was like a saying that's like very close to like um, just like doing your best for graduation and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or studying. Oh, no, maybe it was studying. Something like that. <laughs> I think it it's good luck or something like in studying. Yeah. There's like a Ooh. saying that it's like Kitakatu or something. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. I, I, I couldn't remember it off the top of my head, so I didn't want to, like, say Yeah, I didn't want to say it either, but, like, I, I do remember it being tied to something like that, too. I vaguely remember things. <laughs> <laughs> vaguely mm -hmm. remember things. So, yes. what other kind of weird, on this topic, what kind of other weird Japanese food have you heard of? Hmm... I'm trying to think of stuff that's been in like the konbini and stuff, but you know anything that's like maybe in your area, emu, that gets like imported over, like that's like like mm. wacky food or. Mm. I don't think I really see anything too too wacky in my Japanese market. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I well, the one thing that always like is weird to me is like when when you it's like those sets where you make like desserts or whatever that looks like clay dough, and then you like make it and then you eat it. But oh, that's not like ones. super weird, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. There's like a like those little miniature like food things where you can like it's like yeah. little mini sodas or little mini burgers, like that kind of candy yeah. stuff. There's a YouTube channel that like is dedicated to like buying those kits and just making them. And it's yeah. really cute. Aw. Oh, I like watching those ones. Little little miniature anything is just mm -hmm. adorable. <laughs> I was thinking though, um, this is on the topic of weird food crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, the wasp, or I think it's wasp, the yeah stuff that they have in the vending machines, mm -hmm. and sometimes you can get in like rural places. So, just so people know, um, <laughs> they sell uh, wasp cookies, and and we're talking like not like honey or anything. We're talking like legit the wasps. They bake them into like crackers and cookies, or um, what else do they have? Uh, wasp and bee larvae 
um oh, God. Oh, in like God. a can uh, yeah mm-hmm. it's yeah there's some weird stuff oh. that you could get or okay, like, so so the cookies for the wasps mm-hmm. is is the wasps in the cookie like chocolate chips in the cookie or this is like mini wasp co- cookies? <laughs> um, they're like little chocolate chips. Like imagine if it oh. was like a chocolate chip cookie, but oh with wasps. I was I was just gonna say because uh, I was thinking maybe it would okay. be more appetizing, uh, more appetizing if they crush them, but you have to look at them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Oof. they sell chocolate covered shrimp. What? Mm. Mm, yeah, as like a snack, chocolate covered shrimp. Uh, I, you know, I, don't I understand know. like mm. chocolate covered strawberries, but I don't know about shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> shrimps are very rich. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Thinking of kettle kettle bonito. <laughs> right. Um, but oh gosh, I don't know if chocolate and shrimp. Uh, I don't think those match. No. No. Um oh my god, they sell um curry flavored lemonade. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I love those two things, but I don't know if I love those two things together. Right? It, it, Japanese right? like weird Japanese uh. snacks are always just two flavors that just don't belong together. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I feel about like the shrimp thing cuz it's like you have sweets and then shrimps are like seafood like kind of savory depending on how you prepare them maybe and then it's like no 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 um, meat flavored ice creams so you can get like a pork flavored ice cream oh god oh you know what okay it's, it's interesting how you brought up ice cream i want to try wasabi ice cream because that I hear actually it's really sounds good, good. yeah because you have like oh. that like nice wasabi kind of like flavor but then it's like you have the cream so it's like could be refreshing you just refresh Wait. your whole palate have you have you guys ever tried wasabi thinking it was ice cream? Because I've done that. No. Oh no. Oh, it happened to me oh, when oh. I when I was a small bun. It was it was a uh, went to like Vegas and then we had like a lunch set and I think it was sushi. I, it was sushi, but then I saw like the green thing. And I'm like, wow, green tea ice cream. Let me just take a bite and then I died. <laughs> oh no. <Yeah. laughs> when I was a little daimyo, um, my dad. <laughs> Uh, came home uh, one day and I had never had like any kind of like spicy peppers before and he was like oh here taste this it tastes like really good and it was just like a whole jalapeno and I like ate it and I didn't know no. and I was just like coughing oh, and like spitting no. for like an hour <laughs> oh no oh a little crunch daimyo mm-hmm. poor, poor little emu bun bun <laughs> oh and then and then like a few years later i wanted to take my revenge on like some some friend for fun and then when they went to the restroom we put like wasabi on their green tea ice cream and they, like, <gasps> oh my god it. oh okay, i don't think they funny. reacted <laughs> the ice cream like the uh the cream might actually like counteract some of the spiciness at least mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh i think crunch you were looking at that uh that cream stuff right oh yeah speaking of cream yeah. uh another weird thing they have um in vending machines now whipped cream in a can as a drink like it sounds very appealing like okay you know how there's like the people who are like yes i will go to my fridge in three in the morning and like put whipped cream in my mouth kind of kind of thing <laughs> just go into the fridge and like spray a little bit yeah yeah it makes me think of that but it's like maybe more classy because it's in a can <laughs> Uh, if 
if you're but, drinking mm. whipped cream, you, there's nothing classy about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I if I drink that whipped cream, I would dunk it so bad so like my whole mouth just looks like covered in cum, and I'll take photos for fun. <laughs> it's for it's for photo shoots. Yeah, the whipped cream. Yeah. Yeah, photo shoots. Oh my god, that means like in sex scenes, if there's like a bukkake scene, they could just fucking like throw all those drinks all over the girls, and the guys oh. don't have to come. They they do that, oh. eh? They use like yogurt oh. and stuff for that. Oh yeah, they do. Oh my god. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well now they have the canned whipped cream. Probably tastes pretty good oh. too. And then she and then she can just be like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and yeah, gets, better than semen. Oh my god, <laughs> I would, I would, I would, yeah, I would definitely eat canned whipped cream over semen probably. They just spread it all over her. Oh, and okay. Oh, sorry. I was just thinking about jabs. I was thinking like, cause like there was like that one guy that was like, yes, I was the piss catcher. <laughs> but, but like, and you could just be like, yes, I am the, the whipped cream catcher. Oh, yeah. The, the pee catcher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> His job was literally just sit there with a bucket underneath the actors. Hey, hey he, he worked his way up. I think there was like, a, there was a YouTube video about that. He was like, yes, I, I entered the jab. Um, in just industry i don't know what, what you would call it but uh he was like yes i started as the piss catcher uh i cleaned things and then <gasps> what else he said he, he he was doing cameraman stuff i think and then he's like yeah and then i was male actor after and then he got to oh. boink after yeah he got to boink eventually yeah yeah <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> but there you, you go everyone you just you just have to be a piss catcher, but you work your way up after everyone. Yeah, you catch the piss, then you fuck the bitches on the set. Mm. There you mm, go. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's there's motivation for everyone right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think that's a good place to leave it off. I think. <laughs> oh yeah, positive vibes. Positive, positive vibes, everybody. Yeah. You can you too can work your way up in the jab industry. There you go. Yeah. Da -da -da. There you go, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Okay, everyone. Uh, make sure to like like our video and hit that red subscribe button and leave comments down below for uh whatever the heck you would do with um the Gundam shoes, foods, other yeah. uh, anime hobbies that we discussed too. Did did anything? Hmm. Did you get into a hobby for anime? Let us know. We're we're always curious. So <laughs> bye bye everyone. Yeah, bye bye. bye everyone.